Good morning. This is Pastor Todd. Thank you for tuning in to the Gathering Place podcast. This week, a guest speaker is going to bring a special message for the church. Here is this week's special message. He uh, ministered to us, and and you take her preparation and even add to it. In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, we thank you. We thank God for you, Kara. God bless you. So, um, throughout the next few months, um, interdispersed with Hebrews, we are um, going to have some sermons over the prophetic, and Todd gave me the privilege to do the first, first message, and so, and I felt like it just needed to be a, a very basic introduction to what the prophetic is, and and that I know several of us are um, have experience, but some of you might not have as much experience. So, um, and it and so the um, there are many different types of pr- the prophetic. I am going to gear mine towards personal, but in addition to personal prophetic. There is, you can get receive words for the church, your community, for the for the nation, or for a global war word, um, and but it's it 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 all these types involve one thing, and that's uh, that's where I'm leading to. It's about. Um, I'm going to give you the who, what, where, when, why, and how of <laughs> prophecy. <laughs> um, very basic questions, you know. So to begin with, who? And what's the Sunday school answer? Jesus. Jesus. <laughs> um, it's all about God the Father. Jesus and the Holy Spirit. It's all about him wanting to um, speak to us and through us for, the, for, for others. Um, it, um, it, uh, we, we speak um, by listening to the Holy Spirit and what, uh, what Jesus and the Lord has for us, and then able to communicate that to others um, in the prophetic side. Uh, it start, the prophetic started since the beginning of time, um, in Acts 10.43, all the prophets testify about him that everyone who believes in him receives forgiveness of sins through his name. It's all about Jesus and becoming closer to Jesus, God the Father, and the Holy Spirit. Uh, it, is, it is his testimony 
Worship, Revelations 19.10, worship God, for it is the Spirit prophesy, it prophecy who bears testimony to Jesus. And then Romans 16.25-27, through 27, Now to him who is able to establish you in accordance with my gospel, the message I proclaim about Jesus Christ, keeping with the revelation of the mystery hidden for long ages past, but now revealed and made known through the prophetic writings by the command, the eternal God, so that all the Gentiles might come to the obedience that comes from faith to the only wise God, be glory forever through Jesus Christ. Amen. The prophetic can lead people into, first of all, into a relationship with him. For instance, one of our members, Jonathan Payne, Jonathan Seaver, had been ministering to him, leading him to a Wednesday night group, and, and sharing Christ with him. He also, Jonathan was also had an upbringing with some basics, but he never had the the concreteness of making the faith his own until one night at a Wednesday night I I said uh, God uh, God has to something to the sort like I had a vision of God giving different people presents and he wanted to give him his, give him give himself, give his presence, change of wording there, P-R-E-S-E-N-C-E, instead of presence, both, to different people. And Jonathan Payne was one of those. I shared and prayed with him, and then that night, on his bed, he made it, concrete that he was a follower of Jesus Christ. That is just an example of how the prophetic can lead someone into a relationship with Jesus from just one of our members here. And we are so thankful that God did that for him. Um, it, it also is his testimony and how he works in his people and how he works through us. And it's his testimony of, of how much he is a relational God. He wants to speak through us, to us. He wants to, us to know him so intimately and deeply. So moving to the what. What is pr prophecy? Um, prophecy, according to the, uh, like, Kara like modified dictionary definition. <laughs> I didn't write the full definition here. It's the communication of divine revelation of something that the prophet would not know, would not have known by human knowledge. So it's his revel, it's the Lord's revelation 
to speak and communicate something that the prophet themselves would not have otherwise known except by him, his revealing um, to them. It, it, prophecy comes through a different, different methods. In some people, it is the word. Um, it, it's a word of knowledge. Uh, it's a word of it's oh, a, it's script, a scripture that some uh, you, you would not have known that the person needed for that day. Um, I I have several of examples of that where where in my experience where someone said not knowing how much I love butterflies. The Lord's turning your caterpillar season into a butterfly for you. Um, it also comes through dreams and visions. Um, at night, so for me, this started even before I knew what Christianity was. God was speaking to uh, uh, to me even as a little girl. Um, I the first vivid memory of a dream for me that I know the Lord was speaking even before I had known I knew Christ but it goes back to God used that for me to come to know him was my my step grandfather was uh, was one of the people that I trusted the most in my life and I had great fun with him. And one night when I was eight, I dreamt that he was crying and he had a, a gun in his hand. And, and uh, I woke up screaming and all I could say was, Grandpa Bob's gonna do something bad. Grandpa's Bob's gonna do something bad. And my mom came up and said, it's just a dream, don't worry, it's just a dream. But the next spring, he shot himself. And the Lord used that for, uh, for his glory in that that was the initial steps of me questioning whether there was a God or not. And whether... I, and so then I went to church camp and accepted Christ from there. But um, that was that was like my like first memory of it before. And and then like that that you know the summer of nine when I was nine, July twenty first is when I gave my life to the Lord. But he he continues to do and then. I can tell you of an experience where my dad, my dad was, it wor worked construction away, and I was again at the church camp, and I had this feeling there was something bad with my dad. There was something, something's going to happen to my dad. The the uh, the group leader told me. 
well, and I do have that feeling. I, I uh, pray for the person, and and so I remember it was right before shower time, which was 4:30 in the afternoon, and and so we prayed right before shower time, you know, and I get home. And my neighbor's there and not my mom to pick me up. And immediately my words was, what's wrong with my dad? I knew immediately there was something wrong with him because my mom was supposed to pick me up from the church, not my aunt, you know. And, and my, my, dad, my dad on the road construction machine um, was just inside the road construction barrier, and a man fell asleep at the wheel, going 70 miles an hour, hit his machine, flipped him over backwards. He grabbed the, the tire of the car, the, the bumper of the car that just hit him, and it, he was dragged 130 feet down the road. He survived with... 80% of first, second, third degree burns. But what's amazing is my, my uh, neighbor, who was his foreman, came and said, well, Timex doesn't take a licking and still ticking, because that was the commercial all back then. Here's your watch. You, and my dad would wear it inside out because it's construction so he wouldn't it wouldn't break the glass on the construction and so the road had ground the band like band off and the back off but when you flipped it over it said 427 exact time that me and this group leader prayed but he's still working that way um, through dreams. I mean, the whole adoption was confirmed by a dream. He gave me a, he gave me the names of, uh, for my child. Um, but he, for me, he speaks mainly through visions. Um, and visions for others. He's, he speaks to yourself and to others, um, and, and for me, it's like a movie screen going past in my mind. And I know it's from the Lord because I'm not creative. I don't have a creative bone in my body. I failed every creative writing class. <laughs> and, and, and these are like, you've, you've all heard of them. I heard them. They're not what I could think of on my own. Um, but they always have a point. Uh, the prophecy is always meant to point you to Jesus. If, so, uh, if you receive a prophetic word and it does not point you back to Jesus, then I would doubt, uh, I would doubt that it is really from the Lord. It's always meant to point you to Jesus. It's always meant to point you back to the Lord. Um, even if, even if it's a direction or award, it's the it points you back to the Lord's will for you. 
Um, and then there's uh, people uh, um, can do prophetic art and music. Pro uh, 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 Twyla did it today. She didn't know she did it today, but she did. In prayer time at 8.30, she started singing Matthew 11 um, as a prophetic song to the Lord. And um, uh, it just, you know, it's what I needed to hear at that time, um, that specific verse. Um, it's a, it, it also comes through exhortation, through prayer, a prophetic prayer for an, an intercession for others, um, intercession for the, the country, intercession for the land, for the world. Um, and then finally, it can also mean a prophetic act. Um, so for me personally, one of those prophetic acts was back, I don't remember how many years ago, the elders called the fast for the whole church. During, and it always is during tax season. I, and I'm like, I don't feel like I can participate food-wise. And the Lord said, nope, you're not participating food-wise, but you're going to go for the three weeks every day and go into the church and pray. <laughs> There's some nights that I made it at 11.59, <laughs> but he asked me to do this. And so, so one night... He told me, a lot of times it would be just in my car. I wouldn't actually physically go into the building. But he told me to go into the building this night. And I, I'm praying through the building. And I get, I get into the worship area. And he told me, play the drum. And I'm like, I have no music skills. He's like, play the drum. So I start beating the drum. Probably was not on beat, but I started beating the drum, and I heard, rise up, O warrior, rise up, O warrior. And I, I believe he's called this church to war for, for not only our own body, but for the world also. So, um, so that is how... Uh, uh, how it comes through. Um, second, second Peter one nineteen through twenty one. It says, "We also have the prophetic message as something completely liable, and you will do well to pay attention to it, as to a light shining in a dark place, until the day dawns and the morning star rises in your hearts." Above all, you must understand that no prophecy of Scripture came about by the prophet's own interpretation of things. For prophecy never had its origin in the human will, but prophets, through, though humans, spoke from God as they were carried along by the Holy Spirit. So it's the Holy Spirit that leads us into these different types of prophecy. Um, 
and and it's his leading um, to do it. Uh, and I don't have this verse in here, but in First Corinthians two uh, six through like ten or eleven. Um, it, it, it talks about the Holy Spirit and that the wisdom comes from the Holy Spirit and um, how he, he reveals the Lord's will for us and reveals things that we couldn't conceive or perceive. And, and he, it's God's wisdom that the Holy Spirit really reveals to others. So one Wednesday night, Byron announces, we're going to bless Nancy for her, I think it was 50th birthday. And, and so a group of us get together and we're like, we're poor. You know, at that time where most of us didn't have real jobs. And... One of the members at that time was like, I really want to do a prophetic act for Nancy. And so they asked me to pray for a word for Nancy. And then one of the members drew a, 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 painted or sketched a picture. And then others got some verses for her. And this happened in 2007. And so... This is a, like an example how all the prophetic types of prophetic can work together. Um, this is the picture. Is it okay if I read the word? So, I uh, somewhere around December of 2007, um, I saw the knees, her knees down at the feet of Jesus, um, his nail scarred feet. Nancy's sitting at them. People are bringing dandelions in, in the blowing stage one by one to Nancy. She lays them at the feet of Jesus and then Jesus puts them in between his feet, shakes the head of the dandelion, and the seeds are floating, um, landing back into the hands of Nancy, making a bouquet of flowers. She offers the bouquet and the person and takes them by the hand to the feet of Jesus. And then, like, um, he also said, I am enthralled by, by, uh, with your beauty, that verse over her. I kind of shortened. But, like, this is the prophetic picture that was was drawn based off of it. These are the verses. And it really ministered to Nancy. Enough that she framed it and put it has it in her on her wall in the office, right? In the office. But this like this is who Nancy was at that time but is this at this time this prophetic act of us working together in unity blessed her. 
but it also encouraged her to use her giftings and keep using her giftings. And sometimes it's timeless. Yeah. And other times it might be for a time. Yes. Okay, so, so where? Um, I said wherever you go, whether, <laughs> I mean, it's, it's at the Lord's prompting, but it can be in your family, in your home, at the store, um, uh, uh, yeah, at work, this picture is some at a work party. Um, the other one is me taking Ronan into Menards and then my home. But, as, uh, sorry, some of the slides got out of order here, but uh, it's wherever you go. Like, people need to he hear from the Lord. It's not meant just to be in the church. It's wherever. Byron, Byron, you know, has multiple stories of ministering to waiters, hospital, people, gas station attendants, people on the beach. But, like, we all can do that. Um, even if you're like, I'm new to this, just pray, pray for the per uh, person in front of you. So, we still haven't done it yet. Yeah. But, but, um, so, so Nancy and I felt like we wanted to bless the, the teenage ladies of our group, or tween ladies, too, tween and teenage ladies of the group, and so we prayed, and, um, for a word for them, but we were like, we're going to use our activation skills, and we prayed about an animal for each one of them, and what would bless them. So then, Melissa goes home and says, I want to bless Nicole. And, and shared with Nicole, and then we kind of had forgotten that uh, Annabeth had turned, was part of that. <laughs> Just to be honest, we forgot about her. So we still need to bless Annabeth. But we asked our teenage tween girls that were part of the beginning to ask the Lord for them. That's activation, and that's where also put into place because we weren't in the church at the time. We were in a restaurant, you know, um, and Melissa did it in her home, you know, like, so, like, it's anywhere you go. 
that you can bless others. Um, and then when is whenever the Lord tells you to share. So, and, and, but sometimes he tells you not to share with the person and hold it. And that takes the faith of the, pers- the pr- prophet to say, okay, Lord, why are you doing this? Why are you telling me not to share? You know, Jonathan Seaver been known to hold on to words for years. And sometimes, sometimes the Lord said, they're not ready. They're not ready. It, it's a call for you to pray about it. Um, so, so, uh, yeah, so I, I, it's whenever the Lord tells you and directs you and walk, and you walk into his, uh, path. So, uh, next, the why of prophecy. Why? Why, why do personal prophetic? It's because it's for the love of the Lord your God, the love of the person in front of you, and the love of yourself. Why do I say this? Is because it if Scripture says that if we don't, if we have the gift of prophecy and don't have love, it's meaningless. It's nothing. You've always got to look through the eyes of the Lord's love for the prophetic. If your motivation is something else, then you probably shouldn't give the word. Um, If it's to make them feel, even if it's just to make the person feel good, or it's expected because they're in line for for it, if you can't look at the person in love, then you probably shouldn't give the word. Because that is allowing your human flesh to get in the way of you listening to the Lord for that person. The Lord always wants his love to come through. First um, Corinthians 13.2 says, If I have the gift of prophecy and can fathom all mysteries and knowledge, and if I have faith, a faith that can move mountains but do not have love, I am nothing. Um, and then First uh, Corinthians 14, 1 says, Follow the way of love and eagerly desire gifts of the Spirit, especially prophecy. Um, and it's also loving yourself because you, by you walking it, the prophetic out, I've experienced the love of God because it it builds my faith up and knowing that the Lord wants to use someone like me to bless others and that's that is like amazing to me like it's just like the Lord and it shows me his love that he would and trust is the faithfulness of him, self, to me. 
Um, so for it, it, the second why, it's for the strengthening, encouraging, and comfort of others. 1 Corinthians 14.3, but the one who prophesies speak, speaks to people for their strengthening, encouraging, and comfort. So I'm going to do a little tell here. <laughs> so, so several years ago, when I was praying around Valentine's Day, the Lord said, bless, bless the single ladies with flowers pray, and pray for a prophetic word for them. And I'm like, and at that time, there was four of them. I'm like, okay, do it anonymously. Don't let anyone know. So I sent them. And two of them got up and said how much they were blessed during share time. And then, so I went, Lord, thank you for allowing me to do that prophetic act. Three years later, he tells me to do it again. And by this time, there's nine of us. There's not a, a, a ten, including myself, but nine, nine single ladies. <laughs> and, and I'm like, Lord, it's tax season. I can't do this anonymously. I need help. <laughs> you know, I need help. So I had to go tell Nancy what I did <laughs> because I'm like, she's the only one I, I think can help me in this. So we split the ladies up. She prayed for four of you, four of them, and I prayed for five, and then she blessed me and in return. But anyway, but the, like, Several of you ladies got up and said how much, single ladies, how much it blessed them to receive flowers. And like Pat was one of them, you know, how much she needed, she didn't know who did it, but, but the, Lord, the Lord ministered to her that day. Uh, and you heard uh, uh you know, you heard how the Lord ministered to each one of us. And just by listening to the Lord saying, bless the single ladies. You know, and it cost me something. You know, not just my time. It cost me, you know, 